You are listening to the Dance Medicine Podcast, brought to you by AZ Dance Medicine Specialists. Dr. Alexis is the owner of AZ Dance Medicine Specialists, based out of Phoenix, Arizona, where they provide fast, safe, and effective treatment for dancers by an entire staff of dancers. Hi guys, welcome to the Dance Medicine Podcast. I'm Angel and this is Dr. Alexis. We are back for episode two of the Dance Medicine Podcast and today is one of our favorite episodes. It is... Hidden Signs of Core Weakness! (laughs) Yeah, it's really one of our favorite subjects to talk about because we see it so often and it's something that even when you think you're strong. You have opportunity for improvement. There you go. There you go. We call it undiscovered here. Undiscovered. Yeah, you're undiscovered in some areas. <laughs> okay. So today we're going to talk about, the obviously, the hidden signs of core weakness, um, why they're important. Let's just start there. Why, why is it important to know what they are and how to identify them? Because, you know, when I'm working with clients, and actually when you're working with clients, because <laughs> Angel's starting to work with clients now. In about two weeks from whenever this comes out. Yeah. No. And- It'll be out. It'll, yeah. I'll be working with folks. I know. And he's already starting his practicing and he's doing awesome. But anyway, um, it's important because, um, one, everybody has them. <laughs> um, two, you know, I tell my clients, like, they, we don't call it the core for anything. It is your powerhouse. It's your foundation. And so if there's something not 100% or, or something not quite right, especially compared to a certain movement pattern or a flexibility goal that you're trying to achieve, you're gonna hit a brick wall if you don't uh, acknowledge it and if you don't work through it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these hidden signs of core weakness um, are just that, they kind of fly under the radar. So sometimes when you're banging your head against the wall trying to figure out why you're not improving on something. Or why it, your kids don't get your corrections. This might be a good thing to look into as to why. So that's why hidden signs of core weakness are important. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and so how did you come about this concept? Like, what made you, like, where did you come up with the idea? I came up with the idea when I was still teaching. Cry a little tear. I just finished my last season of teaching just because AZ Dance Med has grown so much. But when I was teaching... Um, and, and talking to colleagues and working with, uh, you know, on choreography and stuff, you know, it's those, it ended up being those things that you're always yelling at your kids about that they can't seem to fix. And I'm doing air quotes if you're listening to this on, <laughs> on one of our podcast streaming um, programs. It, it's that those stubborn things, those dance habits that don't quite go away. You're frustrated because you're seeing them. The dancers or your company members, they're frustrated because they can't figure out how to get rid of it. Um, and I started putting these pieces together that as I worked with clients on core stabilization, they started to release those habits. So over the years, I kind of started putting two and two together. And I'm like, oh, these are compensations that aren't necessarily related to modifying a movement, a dance movement, or compensating movement-wise or or technique or posture-wise, but they're habits that are coming up that are what we now call hidden signs of core weakness. So that's kind of how it came about. Um, And now identifying them is helping us at AZ Dance Med get to the problems more quickly, and it's helping us to um, resolve instabilities more quickly. It's helping us to help our clients get to their dance goals a lot more quickly. It's just, it's leveling up everything that we're doing here, basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 
that's that's kind of how I created it, and that's where it came from. Yeah, we use it all the time. That's the last thing I was gonna say. Like I talk about it all the time. If you're following us on social media, you know we talk about this all the time. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, and how does how does the seven signs of core weakness? How does this help dancers perform better and just be better? Better. Um, n- Primarily, it helps aesthetically, especially if you have a hidden core sign from, like, the chin up. Mm. Um, helps your face look better. It reduces that look of, like, tension and struggle in the face. Mm. Um, but inadvertently, identifying a hidden sign and then intervening and addressing the core instability just overall helps to maximize performance. It helps mm. balance, which frees up the arms and legs to move optimally, increasing flexibility, increasing general strength. So all the benefits that come from improving core weakness helps by identifying these hidden signs, Okay. basically. Now, we're going to move on to identifying what they are. If you're listening to us, you there's some of them that require demonstration. So we're, I'm going to, we're going to try to describe them. We're going to try to describe them. Um, but we did a video a couple weeks ago on Insta. Oh, yeah. So if you want to scroll back through our Insta feed, or if you're already following us on our YouTube page, there's examples of yeah. them there. So if you're listening, check us out on YouTube or Insta yeah. um, if you want to look at the examples. We are at AZDanceMid on Instagram. We are... On Instagram, AZ on, Dance Med. On YouTube, we are. Oh, on YouTube, we are AZ Dance Medicine Specialists. They wouldn't let us cut to AZ Dance Med. I was yeah. really sad. But, but <laughs> you can find them there. We'll, we'll still do try to do a good job of describing them, but just in case. Okay, here we go. Ooh, this is a fun Hidden part. signs of core weakness. Number one. Mouth and tongue involvement. So, mm, you got a dancer that does this. Mm. Mouth and tongue involvement also is that, like, Really tense, not happy, showing teeth smile. This one, yeah. If you're listening, you know what I'm doing because this is how it sounds. Yeah. So, um, yeah, mouth and tongue involvement. If you're seeing any tension, um, any inability to change facial inspre- expressions, if they can only plaster one like expression on their face mm-hmm. and they can't switch it more than likely they're holding tension there. You might also see tension in the bottom of the chin and the neck as well. So again, sounds like this, or biting the lips together, so hmm, mm-hmm, hmm, like that. Um, all from the chin up, hidden signs of core weakness. It's going to be the stuff that you talk to them all the time. You're like, stop biting your lips, and they can't for the life of them stop biting their lips. It's because they're pulling stability from the top of their core, which is their neck and jaw muscles, more than likely to compensate for some instability at the other end of the core, which is hips, pelvic area. So there you go, number one area or number one hidden sign. Number two, Number two is tight joints. Yeah, so that's going to be um, your dancer that has that, like, five degrees of knee bend, especially, like, in releve or in pirouettes, and they can't – you're yelling at them to straighten your knees, mm-hmm. straighten your knees, or in their de- développé, straighten your knees, and they just can't get that last little kink. It's because their body is holding on to a little bit of – um, co-contraction of the thigh muscles that surround the knee joint to help provide stability that they're not getting from their core. Um, tight joints also includes those dancers that can't fully achieve a nice, smooth, pointed foot. So if you see that tight ankle or extra like curling up in the toes or something like that, that's joint tension. That's a sign of hidden sign of core weakness. Number three. 
looking down. Looking down, down. we all got yelled <laughs> at, or you've yelled at somebody for looking down. For looking. Stop yelling at them. <laughs> um, I'm pointing at myself. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I am I look down when I'm thinking, but I look up pretty okay when I'm performing or when I was performing. Um, but, yeah, your students who look down, particularly during performance, where that comes from is a lot of our balance um, or our balance center has to do with visual input. So how our body um, sees visual input, takes it in, and allows us to kind of like keep our bodies erect, keep our bodies up straight regarding or in relation to like the horizon. If for whatever reason your body knows (laughs) that that's too much, it's going to cut that out, Um, meaning that our body's number one goal is always safety. So less information to keep ourselves safe and keep ourselves free of falling is better. So it's not going to allow them to access all that visual input to have to um, to use to be able to achieve that balance and that standing up straight. Mm-hmm. So they, they're not even looking to get all that visual input because they know if they do, they're going down. So they cut it out. They mm-hmm. just look down. That's less that they have to fight with to orient themselves so that they can keep dancing. So that's what the looking down does. Um, Looking down may also be due to some tension. I see a lot of tension in upper um, and lower, but a little bit more in upper eyelids. So it has nothing to do with their sense of vision. It actually has to do with tension in the actual eyeball muscles. Their eyeball muscles can't track appropriately to get all the visual input that they need. Then their body's like, nope, that's a threat. I might fall if I can't get everything I need. We're just going to cut it all out. Again, Mm. looking down. So, yeah, you might have that kid who or dancer that has the occasional um, confidence, um, you know, not necessarily feeling 100% about their performance, looking down from that perspective. But more often than not, it's related to being a hidden sign of core weakness. And as soon as you switch it, as soon as you address it, they're looking up just fine. Well, especially but. if you know if it's a strong dancer that typically they they're pretty stable, their technique, they're technically where they should be, and they're pretty strong overall. If they're looking down, you know it's something else. Yeah, it's not it's not a confidence issue. That actually brings up an, a, a good you made a good point, especially if you have that student who doesn't look down. Like you said, they don't look down all the time. They only look down for jumps. Or certain skills. Or certain skills. Mm -hmm. But they look up for everything else. That's definitely a dead ringer for a hidden sign of core weakness. Um, What is next? Next is holding your breath. Ooh, that's a good one. That's (laughs) horrible. How How do you dance more than 30 seconds without breathing? That's what I always said when I was teaching my kids. I'm like, how are you dancing? Because let me toss you in a pool of water. Hold your breath longer than a minute. Legit. How are you just not getting air into your body? Like, how is that that your conscious choice? Um, So I guess technically it might be a subconscious. Yeah, (laughs) when when you're overexerted, you think, like, I'm going to hold my breath. And if I'm going to hold my breath, I'm going to move faster, which... That does the complete opposite. Uh, it, what? I, I don't know. Um, as a compensation, um, what that what holding your breath does is it increases intra-abdominal pressure surrounding your spine. So in your core area, it's literally filling up your core area with air to make it strong and stable. Mm-hmm. So if you think about like a, a inflated balloon, you know, you go to squeeze it, there's tension. You, you can't really like press it all together. When there's less air, when it's deflated, then you can press the whole mm-hmm. balloon. So filling up their bellies with air gives them the stability that they need to be able to move, a.k.a. holding breath when we dance. Yeah. Although, I, yeah, that one's a crazy one. I don't know how you do it. 
and not pass out. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Tight muscles. Tight muscles. Hamstrings. <laughs> Pointing at myself. I mean, so hamstrings, yeah. Ha- tight hamstrings, tight bulky quads, um, tightness in the neck or shoulder. So if you see the tightness like up in this area when they um, dance, that tightness, um, that tightness is the body using that muscle for stability or that muscle mm. group for stability. So it's keeping the tension in that muscle, holding on for dear life to keep that area of the body and hopefully have it trickle up into the core, have them stable that way. Um, I always say that muscles and joints, but mostly muscles, can perform a lot of different actions. They can do a lot of different things for the body in terms of movement. They can be stabilizers. They can they can help contract and move the joints in a certain directions, but they can only mostly do one of those jobs at a time. Mm-hmm. So if your um, body has selected, let's for example, if your body has selected your hamstring because it's a nice big meaty muscle near the hip, which means it's near the bottom of the core, if it's selected your hamstrings to tighten up and hold on for dear life to make yourself nice and stable because you don't have core stability, it's not going to be available to be flexible mm-hmm. for a devlapate or a grandma or a fan kick um, or to be able to straighten your leg out completely for like a CC or just any type of movement where you need to have, you know, mobility of the leg and hip. It's not going to be available for that if it's too busy and your body's always going to go for safety and stability first. Mm -hmm. So can't move unless you're stable. And if the stability isn't coming from the core, then it's going to lock up other areas. You're not going to fall apart. I mean, you will eventually, but (laughs) your body will keep you safe doing whatever it needs to do. So say if your hamstrings are assigned another task because a part of your body wasn't working, mm-hmm. the other part of your hamstrings will eventually not perform what they need to perform. Yes. So you got to reteach them to do their job. They're going to stop being hamstrings and start being core. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you make it, yeah, if you make it perform as a stabilizer for so long. That's why people get chronically tight hamstrings yeah. that never release. They start getting back and hip pain, things like that. So yeah, tight muscles, hand signs of core weakness. Um, and our last major group is relative to, specifically relative to dancers is poor spotting. So if you've got somebody that you're always telling them like spot faster or snap their head faster or spot better, where that can be a hidden sign of core weakness is that our body, our spine is most stable when all of our vertebrae, all of our um, spine bones are stacked up nice like building blocks on top of one another. When we spot and when we teach spotting, it involves, and if if you're watching the video, we're doing it, it involves rotating the lower part of the body and keeping your head looking at your spot. So that inadvertently means that. was so hard. (laughs) I tried to demonstrate it sitting down. And he failed. Um, What that means is um, that involves disassociation of the spine. Yeah, your spine is turning one way um, in one direction, and then the lower part of the spine is turning the opposite or Mm -hmm. another direction. That is an unstable position of the spine. The spine likes to be all in one direction, locked and loaded together, bony building blocks nice and stacked. If you start rotating and spinning those building blocks one on top of another, 
that's an area or that's a position of instability. And if your body is not strong enough to hold those positions of instability, one, your body knows that, and two, your body's rule number one is always to keep you safe and always keep you stable so it is not going to allow mm. that counter-rotation. It's not going to allow the head to stay in one place while the body rotates in another direction. It's going to take everything with it, yeah. a.k.a. You're not snapping, yeah, bad spotting. You can't snap your head to Mm -hmm. spot. So if you have somebody who is struggling, particularly with spotting, take a look at their core stability. That might be where it's coming from. It's not that they're stupid. (laughs) It's not that they're not listening. They just don't know what they, they don't know what's going on. Yes. They're doing their best. They are doing their best. So yeah, there they are. I can tease these out. And if you've um, been following AZ Dance Med, you've seen maybe a longer list. It can go up to like kind of like 15 things. Um, And that's where we just give more specific examples. So in terms of like tight joints, we talk about the knee bend specifically or the tight ankle specifically. Mm -hmm. But for this, for the purpose of this episode, we just kind of clumped it in um, into tight joints in general. So you may have seen like um, our How Strong Is Your Core card? That one has a lot more. And that has a lot more so that it gives you an opportunity to look for specific things um, and check them off on your dancers. In some of our training videos, um, we branch it out into seven, and the seven breaks down, I think, tight muscles a little bit more from, like, bulky muscles. But this list right here is the general basic covers everything. So one more time, mouth and tongue involvement. Tightness in your joints. What's next? Looking down, mm-hmm. you have holding your breath, tight muscles, and last but not least, poor, poor spotting. spotting. So if you're seeing any th- th- if you're seeing sorry any of these things in your dancers, and I know you are, I know I do all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who these dancers are. Have a little mindset shift and think about maybe taking a look at their core stability as uh, a possible opportunity for improvement that might help them get rid of that habit and maximize their performance. So there you go, guys. Hidden signs of core weakness. Everybody asks about them. Everybody loves them. So there you are. So how do you get rid of them? How do you get rid of them? You call us. I mean, that's... (laughs) Duh. Um, How do you get rid of them? Um, You can take a closer look um, at core stability. So... um, I'll give you an example. We just released the video about functional stability positions Mm. based on dance styles. So check that one out on YouTube. Just looking and having them hold a position and see if you can kind of move them out of that position. If you can move them out of that position, they've got instability in their core somewhere. Mm -hmm. So trickling down and identifying areas within the core that are weak and then working on some just stabilization exercises to get them strong, eventually they'll start coming out of these habits. They'll start getting rid of these hidden signs um, as they get stronger in their core area. So I hope that kind of answers the question of how you get rid of it. You fix yeah. that core. <laughs> well, and then if you follow, like, like she said, if you follow us on Instagram or YouTube or on social media, we have we've posted a few of our favorite exercises that kind of help tackle some of these. You're and, right. And we the, just did. Yeah, yeah, we we did that, and then, like she said, we have a video of our our testing, stability testing. So these are just uh, we were really good at some of them, and we were really not good at some of them yeah. too. You sh- you should check out that video. It's, it's, it's a, actually pretty good. It's a good laugh. 
Anyway. Uh, but yeah, and then I think one exercise that you always say when in doubt, you plank it out. Plank it out. So a good side plank because how many things do uh, dancers do involve standing on one leg or yeah. standing on one side? If there's nothing else that you can think of, you can at least um, get your students working or your dancers working on a good stable side plank to help start building stability from basically, literally from head to toe, literally, yeah. along one side. So that's not go. That's not like a universal fix-all, but it's a good place to start. It's a good. It's a very, very good place to start for addressing core issues or mm-hmm. trying to restabilize the core. I would 100% agree with that. Do we have any tips for teachers out there, <laughs> frustrated teachers? Frustrated teachers. So <laughs> my number one tip, and it's funny, I flip it both ways for, like, teachers and students. For teachers, I say... Cut yourself some slack now that you recognize if your if your students are showing these signs, you know why they're doing it. So cut them a little slack because mm. um, what do I always say? You you can't get unless you give. Mm. So you got to give them an opportunity, or you have to give them the tools to stabilize your their core before you can get them to release that hidden sign or that bad habit that they have. So one, recognize it. Cut yourself a little slack. Don't go, you know, stop driving yourself crazy. Stop yelling at them so much. And I tell the students, you get like, and I'm holding like the world's smallest, if you or if you're listening in and not watching the video, like a hair's lift, you get this much slack. I tell my students this much um, because now they understand why they're doing that habit. So I cut them the tiniest bit of slack when they have the habit, but I also make sure that they are responsible um, for working on improving their core strength so that they can get rid of the habit. But just knowing that there's going to take time Mm -hmm. for that habit to die down, and it's not going to die down unless that core weakness is identified and there's a good effort to stabilize it. There you go. It's hard. Hang in there. Trust me. I, I have a few students who are brilliant otherwise. But, like, I, just, I can't get them to, like, finish a pirouette. I can't get them without biting their teeth or their lip or their mouth, whatever. Once I started training, I'm like, okay, you can't be that angry at them. They don't know what they're doing. So yeah. you're not alone. Defin- definitely not, not alone. alone. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the mouth stuff. I, get, I have so many lip biters. Ugh, it's, it's driving me crazy. And once I started discovering that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, here's another tip. Um, I don't think this is on any of our videos. Maybe we need to do a little video and post it on YouTube. But if you do one of the functional stability um, little don't let me move you tests, that's on our YouTube video, uh, on our YouTube page, one of the videos. If they go weak when you try to do the little movement, have them tap into their hidden sign of core weakness. Mm. If that makes them strong, then you definitely know that that's what they're using as a compensation. So we just have like a basic like first position. If you try to like move them, like pushing through the hip or the shoulders and they fall right over out of their first position and they're a mouth holder, have them bite their lips. If biting their hip lips, sorry, and then you go to push them at the hips and it makes them a little bit stronger, that's definitely their hidden sign of core weakness. They are definitely going and tightening up around their jaw um, and upper neck muscles to stabilize themselves. So then you know that that habit is not going to change until you get them more stable. And when you're testing, it's pretty easy to find out. Oh, hold up. Hold, hold up. that thought. Hold Office that thought. phone. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Um, and it doesn't take a whole lot with the stability testing. I know some people are like, well, how much do I push? You really don't require a whole lot. Your body will give out almost immediately. It doesn't require, you're not going to, you're gonna, as a five foot, ten, five foot, ten inch man, I'm not going to put my entire weight on like a 
eight-year-old. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to clobber them. <laughs> so it just requires a slight, you know, pressure, and they'll fall apart if they're weak. And if You'll they're know. strong, they will kick back right away. real good to match the amount of force that you're giving yeah. them. So, you, yeah, you don't have to bulldoze anybody. <laughs> you can do it, I, you know, in the clinic. We do it on 5-year-olds, and we do it on 75-year-olds. Yeah. So it's not anything that you're putting a whole lot of force into. So yeah. kind of keep that in mind. Yeah, let's not go bulldozing 5-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, not good. It's, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it, guys. Hidden signs of core weakness. So we hope you learned something. Um, is there anything else that I think we covered everything? Yeah, we were pretty efficient covering right. everything. Minus cool. our little inconveniences. Our little inconveniences. That's okay. That's just that's probably somebody with a hidden sign of core weakness. <laughs> that's probably what that is. So with that being said, we gotta jam out. Yes. Because people obviously need us. <laughs> yeah. Hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Happy dancing. We will see you in November with our next podcast episode. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week, but it's or next month, but it's going to be great. So keep an eye out on all of our social media channels, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dance Medicine Podcast, brought to you by AZ Dance Medicine Specialists. You can catch the Dance Medicine Podcast on your favorite streaming service, including Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to stay in touch with us through our social media. Like us on Facebook at AZ Dance Med, follow us on Instagram at AZ Dance Med, or send us a tweet at AZ Dance Med. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post even more content. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or simply want to suggest a topic of discussion for our next episode, feel free to reach out to us by sending an email to info at azdancemed.com.